0: Rabbi Yudin is in Israel, which makes today's Torah portion message even more meaningful. This time each and every Friday, every Erev Shabbos, with great pleasure, we present Rabbi Benjamin Yudin, spiritual leader of congregation Shomrei Torah in Fairlawn, New Jersey, to address the entire listening audience concerning the Torah portion of the week. Good morning, Rabbi Yudin. Good morning, Nachum. Good Erev Shabbos, everybody. Well, for you, it's good morning, and for me, it's good afternoon. I am in Chispin in the north in Erez Israel. I happen to be with a group of over a hundred young women from the states and other places who are joining NCSY uh, learning and touring Mechlelet. And by the way, Nachum, regards from your daughter Chava. Last I saw, she's having a wonderful time. There are Young men here, young women here, and spending at the moment where they should be in and around Beit Shemesh up in the north because of what is going on in Eretz Yisrael, which we'll speak about in a few moments. Tomorrow we have the privilege of reading Parshas Matos. According to the Chinuch, Parsha's Matos contains two mitzvos, one positive and one prohibition, and they both relate to the Nidorim, including lo Yachel Devoro, that a person is not to profane his speech. I'd like to share with you what I consider something very timely and very significant. As we move on in the Parsha, in the beginning of chapter 31, we find that Hashem tells Moshe that he should avenge the honor of Bnei Israel by going and attacking Midian because of that which Midian had done against Bnei Israel, And he tells Moshe that they are to take and go to war. Elef limateh elef limateh Literally in chapter thirty one verse four one thousand soldiers per tribe again a thousand per tribe. Why repeat Elephemate Elephemate? The Midrash Rabbah on Parshas Matos chapter twenty two paragraph two suggests something very significant 1,000 from each tribe actually fought against Midian. And another 1,000 was there, says the Medrash Litfila for prayer. Showing the 1,000 that are actually doing the fighting, that yes, your fighting is important, your taking up the weapons is what is the actual fighting, but as we say in chapter 20 of Tehillim, Eile the ve'ele basusim. They come with their armaments. V'anachnu b'shem Hashem alokeinu naskir. And we come with the name of God. And the targum on Shem Hashem is we come with filah. We come with literally our prayer. And we should recognize and realize that prayer is an integral part of the muhammah of the battle. You shouldn't say to yourself, what can I do? Alright, I'll say a tefila okay I'll say some till him no that is a wrong attitude that's an attitude that till him is as if come on it's a beved it's secondary I, I can't do the primary then I'm gonna no we see from this medrash and we see from the Torah that required literally for each soldier there was to be an individual assigned to pray to pray for his welfare and to pray for the welfare of the cloud, And this is such an important point. It was true then when we went to war against Midian, and it's equally and clearly just as powerfully important today when we are fighting Hamas. And when we recognize and realize that to date, unbelievably, over 1,200 rockets have come out of Gaza, and when you say your Shmona Esrei, there are so many different parts of our Tefillah that are to become much more meaningful to you. Slow down as you conclude the first Bracha, Baruch Hashem Mogain Avraham. Understandably, that one, over a quarter of all these rockets have been Sh- shut down, shut down by the Iron Dome. And note, which ones does the Iron Dome intersect? Those that would be coming to populated areas. The rest, they allow to literally just fall. Now this is an amazing thing when you say in Shmona Esrei, literally the miracles that God performs for us on a daily basis. This is something which is to be said in an excited way. It's happening literally as we speak in front of us. And I've got to tell you more about the efficacy of tfilah, about the significance of tefillah. We find in Tehillim, chapter 56... That David Hamelch says in fifty six Pesach nine No di Safarta Atosimo Demasi Ben Odercha. Literally, God, you, we, David prayed to God that he, Hashem, should gather his tears, should gather his prayers, and he should save them. Hallo Basifra Secha, and save them for when we need them. Now listen carefully, and if you like, take a look. This is in Barathaus Rabbah, chapter fifty three, paragraph fourteen. David Amelech says on this verse in fifty six nine says David, listen carefully now, you have listened to El Dimasa shel Hagar lo You, God, were not silent and you listened to the prayers of Hagar, the mother of Yishmael, the mother of the Arabs. And listen carefully, says David, if you listen to her prayers, all the more so, must you listen to mine? And therefore, there's no question, they too are praying. But we must remind ourselves of that very special bond that we have with HaKadosh Baruch Hu at this time. Hashem says to Moshe, go to war against the people of Midian. Why? Because you are to avenge the honor of Israel. Nikmas Bnei Yisrael. When Moshe sends them to war, he sends them just ever so slightly. He sends them to avenge, not the honor of Bnei Israel, but... The nikmas Hashem, the honor of God. Why, says Rashi, so powerfully? That when the enemy, unfortunately, sends their missiles and their rockets against us, says Rashi, it is literally against HaKadosh Baruch Hu that they are sending their Rockets, And therefore, we pray to Hashem that as tefillah is saved, and I'll go one step beyond the incredible amount of prayer, the sincerity that was offered by the Jewish people worldwide on behalf of the three teenagers, Hashem, in Kom Damam, who doesn't know if perhaps all those tfilos that were given with such sincerity, all those tfilos is what's helping us today and allowing us to see the miracles that we are seeing today? Nothing less than incredible. And I think I must share with you. A unbelievable balaturim. This balaturim is found in Bereishis chapter six, verse eleven. And please look it up yourself, because you'll see how fantastic it is and how it speaks to us literally today. The pasuk reads. Fati the land became corrupt before God, Fatimole Oratz Chamas, and the land was filled of chamas, violence. On this Pasuk, if those who are familiar with the style of the Balaturim, wherever you find, not wherever, he always tries to give you similarities of language. And he says, take note, that here the Torah says, The land was filled with violence. And he sends you to the beginning of the book of Shmos, where the Torah tells us how the Jewish people became... Literally plentiful they gave birth Shisha Bekeres Echad, six tuplets. They were the Mami gave birth six at a time. Chapter one in the book of Shmos, Pasuk seven, Vatimolea Ores Osam. So there it says Vatimolea Ores Osam in Shmos one six. Here in Bereshit, in six eleven it says, Batimole Oretz Chamas. Now listen to this. What he says. Unbelievable. He says that when it comes to Bnei Yisrael, Fatim Oleyha Oretz the mother went out into the field, and she gave birth to six children. How in the world was she able to take care of her six children? So Hashem literally created among the many miracles in Egypt, that the earth literally swallowed them, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu literally nurtured them under the ground, until they were able to come up by themselves, This is brought down. Look inside. He brings this medrash in the Balaturim. 6.11. Now this is using the earth in the most productive way. And how did they use the earth in a negative way, in a destructive way in the time of Noah? What happened was a person would give a treasure to his friend do me a favor, please take it and uh, safeguard it for me. And what did he do with it? He would bury it in the ground. But before he buried it in ground, he would what? He would put some perfume, some aroma, so later on he'd be able to find it in the ground and he would steal the other person's money. So they used it for violence and we used it for productivity. When we had Gush Katif, tons of produce came out of there. And just like Yitzchak, who lived in Gerar, was able to bring Measha orim a hundredfold from that area, when we were there, we saw literally the hand of God and it was Vatimolei Ha'oritz Osam. And what do they do? Vatimolei Ha'oritz, literally chamas literally the earth itself is filled with Hamas, with Hamas, with violence, that they unfortunately, just yesterday morning, through these tunnels that they have spent millions and millions of dollars on to tunnel their way from Gaza into, under the kibbutzim. And they came into the kibbutz trying to unfortunately either or God forbid do terror there or take them back to Gaza as hostages. Incredible. Zer You see the difference with what we are dealing with over here. We're dealing with batimole ha'oretz osam in the most positive way or batimole ha'oretz chamas unfortunately in the most negative way. This is such a powerful idea and there are just so many exciting Quote Rimazim that our Torah is with us at this time. Take a look if you'd like in the Yalkut Shimoni in Tehillim, and the remez is namely the chapter is Tav Shin Ayin exactly our year. And what does it talk about? God accepting our tefillos as I began with the pusuk from Tehillim Nun Vav fifty six pusuk nine. I just want to conclude. With a beautiful Rashi found once again at the beginning of the Torah, in the beginning of Perak Bays. And what does the Torah say there? That on the sixth day, it had nothing grew. When it says, That on the third day, God created the vegetation, the trees, the grass. It means it was all beneath the surface of the earth. It had not yet sprout forth because, as the Torah says, And this is chapter 2, verse 5. And Rashi explains, what does that mean? It hadn't rained yet. Why? There was no man to work the ground. Nobody would recognize the goodness of the rain. And therefore, when man came, the Yoda and he realized that they are necessary for the world his he prayed for the rain, and the rain came down We see from this Rashi that God put into nature that it wouldn 't grow the trees wouldn 't sprout the grass wouldn 't grow until man. Prayed for it and on its behalf. We see from here that prayer is not just something of a Mabakah. It's not something, well, I can't do anything else. No, it is a Lechatzchila. And that's why I say we should be davening much more slowly these days and count your words and realize and connect with Hashem. And we should... Understand that when we say the Tfilah, Fitzahal, in our synagogues throughout the world, we should pause and it's not a time to finish your Shnayam mikrovi echotargum or anything else that you might be doing during that time. But listen and connect with these men who are literally fighting on our behalf for the security of our people and for the as we have in this week's parsha, honour of Hashem. And we pray that speedily they should be safe. They should be successful. And, please God, the honor of Hashem, the honor of our Torah, and the honor of our people will only be increased through their wonderful efforts and through your special tefillos. Shabbat Shalom to all.